It's your boy Damien Gentry, and welcome back to another episode of Damien After Dark on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're telling your friends about the show. Tell your friends. Go to, um, if you have an iPhone or whatever you use, go on there. Give us a five-star review. Give us a good rating. Hey, even if you don't want to give a five-star review, any review is better than none. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the haters. Even y'all that come on there and say this show sucks because you want to be an asshole. I see you, and I also see all y'all who are on there talking about how much you love the show. Um, I really appreciate those who have been rocking with me from the beginning. Two years ago, actually, we started the show with a Thanksgiving show, and two years later, we're back in season three. Thanksgiving just ended. I hope you all had a great holiday. I hope you all great ate lots of great food. Um, as you heard probably in my last episode, my family and I rented an Airbnb on the river because we wanted more room for Thanksgiving this year. Usually we are all like cramming into somebody's house, trying to make it work. And we usually do make it work, but this year we wanted to make it a little bit different. And, you know, while there was some hiccups, we had a great time and, um, it was, it was, it was just a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, and it was a place just to go to have a little bit of peace for a few days and to hang out with your family. And, um, yeah, so Christmas is right around the corner. Um, also if you, need to get some Christmas shopping done and you don't want to leave your crib, I got you covered because in this episode description, I'm going to put the link to my store. I have an online store. It's a self-care um, store. So if you like self-care stuff, you know, everything from um, creams and lotions to uh, masks that you wear to help. Now, I'm not talking about COVID masks. I'm talking about facial masks. We've got stuff like that, skincare, whitening toothpaste. Um, we've got some um, selfless or sunless tanning gel. So many different things I have in my store that you are welcome to go it's something for everybody that you can get for your loved ones this holiday season great stocking stuffer ideas great stuff for your girlfriend or your wife or your uncle or your dad or even your children there's something there even for the kids so check out the episode description of this podcast that you're listening to right now and it will have the link to my store body lux and yeah, you can get your hands on so many great things. Um, super excited about that. Like I said, Christmas is around the corner. Um, I don't know. Are you guys excited about Christmas? Feels like another year to me. The older you get, it's just kind of the same. I love Christmas. I love decorating. I love this time of year, of course. Um, but I don't know. I haven't bought the first thing. I don't know if I'm going to buy the first thing. Um, you know, we're in such a crazy time this year. Like, think about this time last year. No one knew that COVID was going to come and take over the world. And it's like kind of taken over the world. So if you don't want to get out in this shit, if you don't want to go face the crowds at Walmart, Target, and all these other places, go to my store, Body Lux. Get your hands on some of our great products and we will help you out this holiday season, okay? All right, so without further ado, 
let's get into our Hollywood headlines because we got some juicy stories. Willie Nelson, he is spilling all the sweet tea about his past affairs that he had. Also, Usher is letting men out there know it's okay to cry. We're also getting into the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight. We're breaking it down. We're getting into it as well as Monique. Comedian Monique is telling all y'all haters out there why she calls her man daddy and why she's going to keep calling him daddy. All that and more right now with the headlines. Let's get into it. Welcome back. It's time for your headlines. Your celebrity tabloid in a podcast all right so before we get into this i also wanted to say make sure you stay tuned throughout the whole episode because after the headlines and we come back from the break later we are doing the ask d and c segment where you send me in questions asking me advice on different things going on in your life and i answer them and this week's questions are really good so i'm excited to get to those so yeah, just stay tuned, stay where you are, and um, gets better and better, I promise. So let's start with Kevin Hart. I really don't give a fuck about this story, but y'all do. I had someone bring this story up, and I was like, okay, we haven't talked about Kevin Hart in a while, and I've seen it all over TV and stuff, but he is facing a lot of backlash um, <clears throat> because of his new comedy special called Zero Fucks Given, in which at one point he jokes about his 15-year-old daughter saying he's already seeing, quote, whole activity from her. This went on to open a conversation with people online, saying he was unwillingly promoting the, de the degradation, am I saying that right? Degra degrading black women, pretty much. I don't know how you said <laughs> Degrad I don't know. I'm going to sit here. Y'all going to laugh at me trying to pronounce that word. Okay. So, pretty much Kevin was like, he sees whole-like activity from his daughter, who is now 15. You know, at age 15, we're coming into our own. We're having sex. <clears throat> Some of us are. You know, we're looking at, at different boys and girls. Parts of our body are functioning different. We all know what it's like to be 15. Well, I really feel like... I told y'all, I don't care about this story. However... I'm doing it because of y'all, and I will say this. People are so sensitive nowadays. Look, this is the same man who said shit about gay people years ago. If my son was gay, I'm going to beat him. All this stuff. And look, if we can, if I can get past that and we can get past that, y'all can get past this, okay? This is something that everybody's uncle, father, somebody in the family, you've heard someone talk like this. This is kitchen table talk. Maybe he shouldn't have said... I don't even see nothing wrong with him saying this. It's a comedy special. If you're offended by this, you need to stop going to these comedy shows and watching these comedy specials because I remember when I was younger, comedians were way more cutthroat than they are now. We gotta stop being so sensitive about everything. I'm sure he doesn't think his daughter is a hoe. He probably just saw his daughter talking to a guy and he was like oh no my daughter got whole like tendency you know we all joke we kid come on people like shit i like and i don't even think kevin hart's that funny he's okay you know he he ha ha every now and then but moving right on rapper mulatto y'all know who mulatto is she is she's been in the game for some years like probably like five years now that i know of that people have known her but she's like really really blown up lately She's, um, she is getting ready, or she's in talks to change her name to Big Lotto. Um, 
I like Mulatto a lot. I love her music. I was going to go actually see her live, but I don't understand why she would change her name. Even in one of her songs, she even raps about, um, there's, on, I think it's No Hook. She raps about, she's not changing her name. She don't care what y'all think. She's not changing it. A lot of people gave her flack for her name because the term Mulatto is supposed to be a derogatory term for biracial people. I don't think it's derogatory. Maybe it was back in the day. They say with like slave masters and stuff like that would say that to, you know, to biracial people call them mulatto. Um, I think I like that word. I think it has like a sultry sexiness about it. And who are, this is the other thing I wanted to bring up. Recently, I was somewhere and I heard this man saying he got pissed off because someone referred to his daughter as mixed. He said that they were out somewhere and a lady at the store said, is that your daughter, the mixed one? And he got pissed, said that you don't ever refer to a biracial person as mixed. Okay, so coming from someone who is mixed... I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. Like, I don't understand. Like, when he said that, I was like, really? Who are y'all out there to tell anybody what they are to identify as? Whether that be their race, whether that be their their gender, whatever the case may be. If I say I'm mixed, I am. I told the guy, I was like, well, I grew up saying that. I grew up hearing that. Like, you know, when someone's more than one race, you just say that they're mixed. I never thought it was a derogatory thing to say. That goes back to people being fucking sensitive about every little thing. And this is coming from a sensitive person. But, like, saying that biracial is the technical term. Yes, it is. And I use biracial and I use mixed and I use mulatto. Like, I think the only thing that would be offensive that I would think is like what they call a dog that's like a mutt or um I've heard other I've heard mutt, I've heard um mixed breed, things like that. Like anyway. Alright, so comedian Monique is under fire after she went on Tamar Braxton's podcast and explained why she called her husband daddy. Okay, so comedian Monique, we all know Monique. She's like a heavy hitter in the comedian arena. If you don't know who she is, Google her. She, I've always known her to call her man daddy. Um, she's married to a man named Sydney, who happens to be her manager. Um, I've followed Monique's career since I was younger, and I'm just, that's what I've always known her to do. And I see her on TV, she's calling him daddy. On her YouTube channel, she calls him daddy. On Instagram, social media, whatever, you get it. She calls him daddy. So, she went on to Tamar Raxton's podcast. Tamar asked her about it, and this is what she had to say. I'm going to play you the audio, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about it, okay? So, this is what Monique had to say. Say to me, why do you call him dad? And I tell him because he's raising me. He's giving me everything that my father did not. And when I tell you sometimes it can be so damn embarrassing and it's just me and him in the room. See, there ain't nobody else in the room. And he's had to say some things to me, Tamar, that is taking me to my knees. And then he'll pick me back up and he'll say, is anything I'm saying to you not true? And I'll say, everything you're saying to me is true. But right now, my ego, I need you to walk away because the, the crazy bitch inside of me, she can really say something to me and mess up the moment. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so where do we begin here? First of all, let me make this clear and put a disclaimer out there. I don't see anything wrong with saying daddy. Now, this is coming from somebody who grew up without a father, so... 
I may just have daddy issues over here. Monique just may have daddy issues. But the way she explained it sounded kind of twisted and nasty. If you, That's just my opinion. When she said, he raised me, he raised me, I'm down on my knees. And like I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I don't want... Like, I just, I can't wrap my head around that. Like, he raised you. Wait a minute, Monique. How did a grown man raise a grown woman? Now, I can understand if this man has taught you different things. I can understand if this man has helped you grow, watched you grow, stood by you in your career. All those things that a partner should do. But that shouldn't be the reason you call him daddy. And look, we're going to be completely candid and open and honest here. There have been moments... I'm a little submissive in the bedroom. Yes, I'll be honest about that. And I say, give it to me, daddy. You know, we all do. Bang me, daddy. Beat me, daddy. Hurt me, daddy. I love you, daddy. We've all done it. Well, most of us. I know some people who get a little, um, they're like, ew, no. I can understand if you have an active father in your life to where that kind of sounds weird. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, if you had an active father in your life growing up who was always there, hundred percent. I completely agree with you. I probably would be like, look, that's a little gross, but give it a, give us a pass for those out here who grew up without a father. I also think that that word should be, is it called a homo, homophone, homophone? You know what? If y'all forgive me, but like I'm growing up, whatever it is, the word that means like two different words that mean the same thing, homo, I don't know. Y'all know what I'm talking about out there. I think we should take the word daddy and have two different meanings. The first definition, a father, you know, a father figure, someone who raises a child. Definition B, daddy can be someone, a dominant figure in the bedroom who is really putting the dick down. Does that make sense? Like y'all don't y'all don't think I'm weird over here because look, the way Monique just described that shit, that felt weird to me. I don't want to say no man is raising me and that's why I'm calling him daddy. I don't walk into the kitchen and say, Good morning, daddy, what would you like for a breakfast? You know, it's not, you know, I don't call him at work. Hey daddy, how's things going? No, and I know women. I had a friend, I have an ex friend who dated a guy in prison, and that's all she called him. She'd be like, Daddy's doing this, daddy's doing that, daddy, 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 daddy. Like I said, which is fine, but for me, that's just something that should like stay in the bedroom every now and then. Like, you know, when you're getting the walls beat down, fuck me, daddy. Bam. That's it. <laughs> okay, look, let's move on from this story. But I do want to hear from y'all. Go to our Instagram page. Go to our Facebook page. Let us know. Send us a DM, comment. Is the word daddy in the bedroom too much for you? Is it that just off limits, disgusting, or do you not care? Do you love the word? Do you use it frequently? I want to know because I know I'm not the only freak out there. And I know, you know, there's some others out there who use that word too. Moving right along. Okay, so did you guys, did y'all watch this fight that happened Saturday night? So there was a fight that went on and I'm, and I'm talking... Forgive me for the the boxing, whatever you call it, because I'm not a sports, I'm not a sportsanista or whatever you call it. I don't do sports, but we're talking about this. I'm talking about this for you, for y'all that care out there. 
because I ask all the time, what do y'all want me to talk about? So shout out to those who give me content ideas. We're talking about the big fight that went down Saturday between Mike Tyson and um, Roy, is it Roy Jones Jr.? That's his name. So anybody listening, y'all just forgive me if I get any of this wrong. I'm trying to just, you know, I'm trying to talk about this the best way I can. But um, so Saturday, Mike Tyson fought Roy Jones Jr. It was $50 if you um, wanted to watch it, which I didn't think was a bad idea because especially the world we're living in right now when it comes to entertainment, sports, concerts, things like that, you, we can't fill rooms. We can't fill arenas. You can't be shoulder to shoulder like we used to be. So these these sports events, these concerts, these things, people have to make money still. So charging $50, okay, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think they even did that post-COVID or pre before COVID, pre-COVID. So, um, But another thing that I thought was interesting is that these men are, Mike Tyson is 54, Roy is 51. I think it's incredible that they're actually still, y'all, they're still fighting. Like, I'm like, I'm not a fighter. Don't get me wrong. You put your hands on me, we're going to fight. But I'm not one of those who have, who got joy out of fighting. Like growing up, my brothers, my cousins, people like that, guys always like to be rough. They like to fight. I didn't like that shit. Don't put your hands on me. I ain't trying to have no bruises and scratches over here. Look, okay, we trying to protect the merchandise on this side. But, you know, some men, they just that's just what they like to do. And, hey, if that's what you like to do, that's you. But I just thought it was so interesting. I'm like, wow, y'all are in y'all's 50s doing this. They've got all this money. They don't have to, but, hey they chose to um there was no winner it ended up being a draw right so i'm like i'm thinking to myself what if what if you placed a bet i know people who place bets on stuff like this all the time they may place money on their favorite sports team or place money on their favorite fighter like what do you do if you placed a bet with someone do you just nobody gets paid you just like whatever it's a draw um you know i imagine if you pay fifty dollars get your friends around host a fight, watch party, place bets, whatever you've done, and then offer it to come out to be a draw. You know, it's kind of like, well, shit. Um, but most people that watched uh, social media has spoken. Most people say that Mike Tyson won. I didn't watch the fight, but um, from what I've heard and what I've seen, Mike Tyson won, which that doesn't surprise me as an outsider who doesn't watch this kind of stuff because to me, it's kind of like, Alabama college football, uh, Alabama, them playing some, you know, nobody team. And I'm not saying Roy Jones Jr. is nobody. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying uh, Mike Tyson's the bigger name. I know, you know, we hear more of Mike Tyson. And hasn't he, like, never lost a fight in his career? Or am I thinking of um, the other guy with all the money? Mayweather. One of them, like, has never lost a fight. Either way, um... <clears throat> Uh, Snoop Dogg was like the breakout star of this. Of course, we got Roy fighting. We got um, Mike Tyson fighting. But the real star of the show was Snoop Dogg because he was doing commentating. He was like a commentator for the fight. And apparently people were like loving him. He did a great job. A lot of people are saying that he has a future in um, commentating, which I think is interesting. Um, Snoop Dogg is He's a pretty big character. Aside from his rapping, you know, everybody knows Snoop Dogg. 
even if you don't know his music, you know of him. And he's like that uncle that Snoop Dogg is like that uncle that you want or that uncle that everybody has that smokes a lot of pot and is it's like really cool. Let me tell you a quick, quick story time about Snoop Dogg. So he performed well, he also com- he was also a comment. He was a commentator for this fight, but he also performed two of his biggest hits, Gin and Juice and Drop It Like It's Hot. Um, and he was smoking while doing it, and it made me think of a story. So I saw Snoop Dogg back in like 2016, 2017-ish, I think. And he did this concert, this show with Wiz Khalifa, and I went to go see it. And when I tell you, I've never in my life been to a concert, or let me just say this, I've never been in an area where there were so many police yet there was so much weed being smoked okay so like i'm from alabama for those that are listening and don't know and this is where i saw snoop i saw snoop and wiz perform in alabama and anybody that is from here they know like when it comes to weed and stuff like that we don't have medical marijuana we don't have recreational marijuana like if you get pulled over by the cops and they even smell weed or they see a roach in your car like you're going to jail that's just the way it is so like i'm watching snoop and he is like you know just chiefing away on stage he's passing out blunts in the audience and there's just like a line of police officers that are there um as security you know just watching out and obviously they're not going to do anything there's a huge star like snoop dogg on stage and it was just like a it was a crazy moment to be in i felt like i was in like the twilight zone because it was just like wow it's like a big huge pot party because there's just weed smoke in the air snoop is on stage singing gin and juice like it was just an amazing amazing time like even if you don't listen to Snoop Dogg music, I suggest going to a show of his because it's it, it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun, and you just feel like you and him are the only ones in the room smoking, having a good time, and partying. But yeah, I just wanted to share that little quick little story about Snoop. I thought that was thought that was um, it's kind of brought back memories when you see him performing at the fight, smoking like wherever you see Snoop Dogg, there's going to be weed. There's going to be clouds of weed. I just love him. Like, he's like the godfather. Um, anyway, next story. So, so far, this I like this episode because we're talking about some stuff that we've never really talked about before on the show. For instance, the Mike Tyson fight. Like, I don't really talk about stuff like that, but I want to start broadening my audience and, you know, talking about things that you guys want to hear sometimes and not just the content that me and whoever comes up with. Um... <clears throat> But that brings me to the point we're talking about Willie Nelson. So he is spilling some sweet country tea about some other ladies in his life. So back in the day, Willie said this back in the day that his um, his second wife confronted him about a bill that she got from a hospital. And Willie lied and said it was for something else. But it turned out to be a bill for the birth of a baby girl, Paula, born to his now wife, Connie Wilson. Shirley wondered who Connie was, and Willie said, I couldn't lie, or quote, I couldn't lie. I had to get the words out of my mouth. Connie is my girlfriend, and Paula is our daughter. So Willie and Shirley ended up divorcing, and Connie and Willie ended up getting together after that. So have y'all out there ever been caught up in a lie like this, or had a baby with someone else while in a relationship? 
Well, obviously, this was way back in the day because Willie Nelson is like, what, in 70s or 80s now? That's an interesting story because it just shows that cheating, having babies with other people, all of that has been going on since the beginning of time, which I'm not calling Willie ancient, but I'm just comparing, you know, what happened years and years ago to what happens today. It still happens today all the time. Um, I have been cheating. I have been cheated on by two, three, two or three different exes that I was with. So, you know, it's not something that is like totally, totally uncommon. Now, this is what I have to say. When it goes into like me with me being gay, I don't have to worry about this. But like people out here having babies, if I'm in a whole relationship with you, especially if I'm married to you, and you have a whole baby with somebody else, like is that even something you can come back from? I think I know couples who have come back from it. Um, actually, there was a couple on Love and Hip Hop. I don't know if y'all know, but I think it was Rashid. No, it wasn't Rashida. Was it Rashida and Kirk? Somebody on Love and Hip Hop had a baby, and they ended up staying together through all of that. So, um, you know, it can happen. But in my book, you go out here and had a baby with somebody else, bitch, bye. You better take you, the bitch you had the baby with, the baby, and y'all better go find a house in Nebraska far away from here because I tell you what, like, that's my thing. It's the ultimate betrayal. People are so selfish when they're in relationships that they don't have the balls to just say, you know what? It's not working out anymore. I'm unhappy. I don't want to lead you on anymore into something that we're both not happy in. Let's squash it. Or there's the case where, like, in my case in the past, I've been blindsided where I know that my relationship may have some problems, but I never in a million years would think that the person that I'm with would go out here and just get in a whole new relationship. Like, that happens, you know? Like, how do people... You be with somebody, you lay with them every night, and then you go out here and have a whole relationship with somebody else. Like, But you know what that tells me? And for anybody listening who may be going through this kind of situations, don't let it hurt you that bad to where you internally think, what is wrong with me? Why don't they want me? What have I done? Because that's usually what happens when someone is cheated on or these kind of situations happen and go have a baby with somebody else. A lot of times it's like, why am I not good enough? But that's not the case. You have to look at them and say, what's wrong with them? Why are they not good enough for me? Why did it not work out with them for me? Because they have something going on deep in their head. Somebody that's going out here and cheating constantly and they can't be satisfied with one person, they're not happy with themselves within. And that's something that they have to fix and that they have to work on and that you can never, ever just change because, you know, you could be the best boyfriend or girlfriend that you think you can be. Come home, cook every day, treat them like they want to be treated, give them the sex when they want it, and they still may not be happy with themselves and go out here and cheat with someone else. Um, but yeah, moving on to uh, Usher. So Usher's letting all you men out there know that it's okay to cry. So Usher recently said in an interview that um, one of his latest singles, I Cry, is dedicated to his sons. He says that they were watching an animated movie and there was a scene that showed the love and relationship between a father and a son. And because Usher had never had a relationship with his father, it brought tears to his eyes. When his son saw him crying and asked him what was wrong, Usher had to explain to his sons that it's okay to cry. And when that happened, 
that's how the song I Cry was born. He was like, he decided to write a song called I Cry about how it's okay for men to cry. And I'm really glad Usher's saying this. First of all, I've always liked Usher. I'm going to say that. He's always, to me, been like a stand-up guy. You don't hear horror stories about him. You don't hear stories about him being a diva and awful to work with. You know, other than his herpes scandal that he had a few years ago, that's his personal business. I mean, you know, you're out here sleeping with people. Things are bound to happen like that. But other than that, like Usher is just a stand-up guy. He creates great music. He's handsome. He's a good father. And I think it's important for him to say this because there is, specifically with black men, there's a stigma around crying and it making you a pussy and it making you weak and you have to be tough and you can't cry. And it's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard of in my life because society over the years has built these social constructs around people to where men can't cry and men have to do this and women have to do this. And it's so absurd because my thing is we're human beings. Where does it scientifically say that only women cry? Where? Somebody show me where it scientifically says women are supposed to only cry. Oh, I forget. We don't we don't we don't use science anymore in the world we live in today. It's all based off of personal fucking feelings and opinions. However, back to the point. Crying is something that everybody fucking experiences. Now listen, I understand ladies and men, you don't always want to be with a man who's going to cry over everything. I get that. That can that can be a little like, damn, you soft as fuck. Like and I cry. I'm an emotional person. I cry over, you know, certain things. Um, but every little thing I could see, but if your man is like having a moment where he's crying, it's about his his sons, or he's crying over his love of you and being in love with you, or he's crying over something that is important and emotional and deep, let him have that moment. There's nothing wrong with that. And men out there, if you're listening, stop, let me tell you what, the real pussy is being afraid to cry because of what others are going to think of you. The real pussy, the real softy is the ones who sit there and bottle those emotions up and sit there with a strong look on their face, trying to, trying to hold the tears in because they're worried that other people are going to think they're soft when they cry. I'm going to tell you one thing. If I'm feeling sad and I'm feeling bad and I got to let a cry out, I'm going to let a motherfucking cry out. And lots of times, let me tell you, if you see me crying, you might want to go the other way. Because a lot of times when someone's crying, it's not that they're sad, they're mad. And if you ever encounter a mad person and they start crying, you better run for the motherfucking hills. Because crying is that layer of emotion that comes out after anger that you just can't control. That's, a, that's like a feeling of you can't control your anger. That's when you start to cry. It starts to get into a whole other level. So for those out there, like seriously, don't teach your children that. Sp specifically men, like, you know, your, 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 your children will cry. Stop, stop that crying. Don't be a pussy. Like stop this generational shit. Stop this social shit that we've done. And let's make it okay to cry. Let's tell our children, you know what? If you feel a certain way about something and it makes you emotional, it's okay to let it out. Now, every time you stump your toe or something happens, you know, you don't want to cry over every little fucking thing. But even if you do, guess what? There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. And I just wanted to put that out there because when I saw this story, I was like, go ahead, Usher. Tell these people 
tell these people what it is. And I'm glad that he did that as a black man, as a black role model, someone who has, you know, this leverage and has this platform where when they speak out, people listen. And I think that's what's, you know, that's so important that a lot of these celebrities, these public figures need to start speaking out more about these things, about, you know, something like this. It's okay to cry. I wish, you know, more people would speak out on just deeper issues. It's okay to do this. It's okay to be gay. You know, we're in a place now to where like there is an attack on so many different things, but that's a whole other episode we'll get into. In the meantime, we've got to get to commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to get right into Ask D and C, where you submit your questions and get my advice. Stay right where you are. We are back and we are going to do our new segment, Ask D and C, which is the new segment where you submit questions on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, you want some advice. I'm going to give it to you. I'm not always the best person to get advice from, but hey, I will give you my opinion. So I ask God to send in questions every week and I choose some and we answer them here on the show. So we're going to start with at Kari underscore Ari, I think. Carrie underscore Ari, something like that. Sorry if I butchered your name, Carrie. Carrie underscore Ari asked on Twitter, me and my husband have been together almost 10 years and he asked me what I wanted for my anniversary gift. Would it be too much for me to, would it be for, would it be too much for me to ask him to get my name tattooed on him? Girl, okay, Kari underscore Ari. I'm going to keep it 100% real with you. First of all, put yourself in those shoes. If your man asked you to get his name tattooed on you, would you do it? Okay. Now, I'm not judging you for this decision, but you asked me. I'm going to give you my honest opinion. And the answer is hell to the nah, to the nah, nah, nah. Now, listen, I know what it's like to be in love and you really care about someone. And I know 10 years is a long time. My longest relationship was four years, and I thought we were going to get married and be together. That's just what happens when you're in love. You you don't see anything but you and that person being together. And while you probably feel that way right now, Carrie, um, you need to reconsider that because as we get older, we change and we grow as humans. And I don't want to put this out there about your man or you, but you don't know what's going to happen in these next 10 years. What if he goes out here and has an affair? What, you know, what if you go have an affair, whatever the case may be, you do not want to permanently put someone's name on you unless it's a family member who's passed away, something like that, because you don't never know what's going to happen. And I don't want to say that. I don't want to jinx your relationship. Look, it can happen to any of us is what I'm saying. So be careful with that. And I mean, like, are you going through something right now to where you feel like um, your man's not into you as much anymore or you're worried he's going to leave you? So you're asking to get, I don't know. I don't know the situation. Maybe it's just, maybe that's just something you've always wanted. And hey, if that floats your boat, I'm go for it. But me personally, if I was you, I would not ask him to do something like that. Um, yeah, that's, wow, wow, never, that's an interesting question. Thank you for submitting the question, though. Okay, so this next question comes um, from Becky Sullivan on Facebook. She said, this is a kind of long one. She said, with COVID going on this year and spending a lot of time indoors with my significant other, should I worry about things getting stagnant in our relationship? Or do you ever worry about this 
when you are in a relationship? Do you think I should spice things up? I'm worried about things getting monotonous and old in the relationship. All right. Oh, I'm reading that wrong. I'm worried about things getting monotonous in the relationship. Okay, so funny thing that you asked this because I was in a relationship when when COVID started. So I was dating someone last year um, and then they lived with me and COVID came around in um, March and we were on quarantine lockdown and we stayed in a lot. And I will definitely say that it affected my relationship. Um, so yeah, because you are sitting around looking at this one person all day and you do get sick of each other, no matter how much you, you think you love someone or whatever the case may be. So if I were you, Becky, I don't know what's going on in your relationship. Only, you know, what you and your husband do behind closed doors and what the state and the, um, status of your relationship is like. But if you feel like thing, based off what you said, if you feel like things are going to get monotonous and old. Okay, if you sense that right now, it's time to take action. So what you can do is talk to your man about it and be like, hey, you know, things are getting monotonous sitting around the house a lot. What can we do to spice things up? Also, I don't know if you smoke weed or not, but you can go. Uh, one great thing to do that doesn't really cost a lot of money that's always great to do with someone I'm dating is roll a blunt, go out, get in your car, ride back roads, or ride to a different city. Go to the ride to a different city, and, and I'm not condoning smoking and driving for anybody listening because I know some of y'all are sensitive Sandys out there. Um, but, you know, just chill and ride with your significant other, smoke a little bit, or go, um, you know, maybe have... Maybe have like um, a wine and go get you a nice, some nice wine, two wine glasses, go and get you some cheese, crackers, salami, make a nice little charcuterie board um, and, you know, make do something different. I would say go out and have a picnic and get some fresh air because th these are things that I feel like we don't do as couples. We get so stuck in our phone and just doing things that we're used to doing through the week. So do something different. What have you not done different before? Go out for, go to a different city for the day. For me, Nashville is like an hour from where I live. That was always something for me and my significant others to do that I dated. Do a day, do a Nashville day trip, you know, come up with different ideas and do something different every week. Um, it doesn't even have to be a lot of money, like I said, or you can even like, um, you know, this time of the year in December, they do the um galaxy of lights in different cities where they put on like all these spectacular light shows and you can just drive your car through and watch you know there's always something different to do and then of course you could always i don't know if you were talking about sex and if the sex is getting old you could always spice things up in the bedroom turn on a porno while you're having sex that'll spice things up um you know talk dirty to your man while you're in the bedroom call him daddy like we talked about in the show earlier it might look i know it might creep some of y'all out to say that but as long as you ain't in the bed with your daddy just say it, it might turn your man on or talk to your man about that and say look is it something that you would like um in the bedroom you know go to a sex store get some lingerie put some cute lingerie on go get some go go get some sex toys get some lube get some scented lube and suck his dick i don't know you know spice the shit up girl you know what to do becky you know what to do becky good luck and if you want to submit your questions for ask d and c you can go to our facebook page our instagram page our twitter page just search damien after dark d-a-m 
I E O N that will pull our page up. Send us a direct me- send us a direct message and say, "Hey, I want my question on the show. Send your question. We might choose it." And I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode. It's been a blast. I've had a lot of fun. And I hope you all are enjoying your holidays. If it's cold where you are, bundle up. Be safe out there. Wear masks. Wash your hands. And guess what? We're going to see you real fucking soon on a new episode of Damien After Dark. I love you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time.